Hey everybody, this is uh, Richie and Barbara, episode 6, Relationship Thing. Why is he here? Why is he always here? <laughs> Fuck. Jax, you were mean to me today. You were mean? Yeah, sure. Yeah, he was mean. He was mean. He was really, really mean. What did you do, Jaxa? He just wasn't being a good Jaxa. Jaxa, I'm not a good Jaxa anymore. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get us going on on the Instagram live here. I know nobody's saying anything. I'm just trying to set up here. I'm trying to set up. Things are supposed to work, they don't work. Time to buy some new stuff. No, I refuse to buy any more junk. Or you can't be using dinosaur ships. Dinosaur ships? I've never had dinosaur ships. It builds the ambiance, no? Why is Jax here? What's up, Brian? Hey, Laura, how are you? Oh, my God. So we weren't here for Thanksgiving because... Why weren't we here? Because your mother cooked. Because my mother cooked. We ate too much. And watching Netflix and vegging out was more important than serving everybody else. Right? Well, yeah, it was your fault that we uh, <clears throat> had to go to Revere. Yes, well, yes, it was my fault. So, so I was supposed to make reservations, um, like a month ago or two months ago for. Oh shit! I forgot to record a thing. I was supposed to make reservations two months ago for uh, Thanksgiving, and uh, two days before Thanksgiving, I um, I uh, called, <laughs> and they told me that um, they told me that. We can eat on Thanksgiving night, but it would be at 11 o'clock. So it was like, wow, that's not going to work. <laughs> so I called my mom, and she says, I'll cook. So it was good. But it was good. It was really good. It was good. It's the first time we've been over at my mom's for uh, Thanksgiving dinner. We talked a lot about, um, what did we talk about? Battle axes. Nothing. <laughs> no, no, you, 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 were, you, were, you didn't feel well. I went to sleep. I so didn't we, care. we talked we, we talked about all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. Talked about battle axes and the stuff that you order on the internet and people that think they're doctors and they're really not. And uh, but it was good. I hope everybody else enjoyed their Thanksgiving. <coughs> I'm glad that uh, Christmas is coming and uh, we're not gonna be here. Although I've hung lights all over our bar here. So I had to decorate and she put up her friggin' tree. Why are you laughing? Huh? Why are you laughing? Because he's so excited that we're not going to be here. <laughs> it's not. It's not like you don't have to buy gifts for people. I, I didn't buy nothing. I know you didn't. So listen, we got to get away from. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm using this it's as a platform. Cheap. No, I'm using this as a platform to educate everybody out there. We should be connecting more with each other, and we should be giving strong handshakes, firm hugs, and a lot of kisses. That's all we need. Why are we buying gifts? What does gifts have to do with, you know, Jesus being born, right? I don't know. And it's nothing to do with it. It's to show the kids that Fucking you love what them. What does Santa Claus... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what does Santa Claus have to Look do with Brian. Jesus? Brian, 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 Brian... Brian just dropped probably 70 grand at Disney, and that was just on hamburgers and water. <laughs> no, Brian... 
Brian actually bought an Audi for his older son. I saw that. Congratulations. Yeah. Is that that's one of those gifts that that's like he never gets anything ever again until like <laughs> you know that's like honey, that's your like you know that's your you know fiftieth wedding anniversary. That's I the know. gift too. <laughs> you all set for the rest of your life. But you know what? It's nice though as a parent to be able to give our kids things that we never got. Because I remember when we bought we got Matthew. I gave him my old car. We bought this big ass bow. We put it on the on the car and we brought him out into the driveway and uh, it makes us feel good, you know. Because my parents never gave me a car. No. My my mom my mom watching. No, good. <laughs> Did you ever get a car? Oh yeah. You didn't even have a car, right? Your dad was a taxi driver that yeah. that ran over dinner. You guys did a lot of roadkill, right? We did, yeah. Roadkill's all right. No, it's Especially Polish roadkill. It's all it's all organic. There's no preservatives in the roadkill in Poland. Not at all. No. Yeah. yeah. So we're hoping on our way. It's a free meal. It's a free meal. So typically on our way back from, so we drive, we land in, um, we land in Berlin and we have a four hour drive to her mom's house. And typically on the way home, it's, uh, you know, it's a four hour drive, obviously, but typically on the way home, we're driving like we leave her mom's house at two in the morning for this amazing journey. And there's a lot of roadkill. We almost, you know, hit things and stuff. So you think we could, you know, maybe take something home if we Yeah, we could just throw it in the in the trunk and bring it home. <laughs> Is that carry on baggage? No, there are charges for that shit. For what? For like a deer or something. If we, no. We get a deer. No, no one checks. So you never know. You we, you may see us on the news if we get caught in customs, <laughs> you know, with the roadkill from uh, Poland. But it's like organic meat. They have no bad stuff over there, right? No. Not so, that I know. So yeah. So um. So anyway. Yeah, uh, so I thought we were going away, and I was excited about that for Christmas, so we wouldn't have to decorate or put up any decorations in the house because we went away for Barbara's 40th birthday one year, and that was amazing because all I wanted for my whole entire life for Christmas was to have a poster of a tree. I didn't want to hang lights. I didn't want to go cut down a friggin' tree. I didn't want to saw it, water it for 30 days. Decorate it with all the goddamn things. Spend seven hours going up and down the attic stairs with all these thing boxes of uh, ornaments and little trinkets. And then for Barbara Dover says, "Wow, you were rough putting them away last year." It's like, yes, I took the, all the ornaments and I just threw them in a bag. Why? Because I just wanted to get it done. I don't want to see the stuff. You know, December twenty fifth, like right after you eat, it's like I want to see that stuff just disappear. That's a good business. And only gets worse. Every year, because he wants to do less and less. Right. So every year we're going to go away. He's awful. But why do we have all this decoration? Now she's got this tree. So we're not cutting down the tree, at least, because the last four or five years, the kids didn't want to have anything to do with the tree. You know, they didn't want to come cut it down. I think Matt did. Matt came once or whatever. Yeah. So, but, you know, I get it in, I got to wrestle with it, get it into the stupid little stand, and then, and there's two little things. I mean, the stands, they, they they charge you like 50 bucks for the stands in there. They probably make them at, in China, for like a, uh, 60 cents. And then I got to wrestle with this tree. There's a little ring, and there's a couple little things. Maybe they have new ones by now that you have to, you know, twist it right in there. We, we don't have to worry about that because we don't get the real tree anymore. So, but anyway, the first tree we ever got when we first bought the house the tree, we were, we were like in, in this the big place there with all the trees. What is that? The tree farm. Up at Topsville on Salem Street. So we went to this big tree farm. And Barbara and I go, wow. We spent like 70, seven hours looking for a tree. We finally found it. We cut it down. We got it home. The thing was like 18 feet tall. <laughs> I was like... Shit, honey, I think we're going to have to cut a hole in the ceiling and maybe into the roof to get this tree to stand up. Well, it looks small in the forest. Yeah, so, so I had to hack like three feet off the top, and then it kind of like a, it was a messed up tree, right? But anyway, it worked. <clears throat> he just caught it. Why are you having it in your, in your arms like that? Because so, that's where he wants to be. Oh, God. I'm getting a vacation from you, Dax. So anyway, that was that was our first tree, and that was fun. So we're not cutting down no trees. I did get my poster that year, and I was very happy about it. The kids said, "Wow, Dad, you got your dream come true." And it's like everybody should have a, a poster of a Christmas tree. What's the matter with that? You don't need lights. And you just roll it up, and you put it in a tube, and it goes up in the attic, and you 
You don't see it until next year. You could have it up all year round if you wanted to. If you wanted to be really that festive person. Yeah. I agree. So that's all I have to say about the Christmas tree. But I'm glad it's coming. I'm glad we're not going to be here. But it's already too late because she already decorated. But we have no village. That's a good thing. So, um, so what happened this week? Uh, so this week was, uh, was interesting. Uh, my, I had my two prison groups. I had uh, 18 graduates from my class. And they were all happy. They got their certificates. And uh, one interesting thing I want to share was uh, we were talking about parenting styles uh, last Wednesday. And uh, parenting styles are authoritarian, authoritative, permissive, and uh, uninvolved. So typically, whatever parenting style we were parented as, we parent our children the same way. And to sum it up, the only one that's good is authoritative. Authoritarian is bad, permissive is bad, and uninvolved is obviously bad. So as we were talking about this, I was asking the guys, you know, because authoritarian, it's like, because I said so. Do as I say, not as I do. All these things. So, so the kids aren't seen or heard. So we started talking about, you know, their dreams and what they wanted to do when they became older. And one guy raised his hand and goes, well, Richie, I didn't fucking want to, I didn't plan on being in prison. <laughs> wasn't my dream and it's like it's like dude yeah i get that so i started asking it's like so what's what's what was what was your dream he goes one guy says well you know what i wanted to be a marine biologist in high school i said well what happened to that dream and he goes my dad owned his own business it was a, a, a plumbing company and he told me that i had to be in his business and i said well how did that work out for you and he goes richie you see where I am? <laughs> He's in prison. Um, so I says, well, what about if you pursued that, that dream and didn't listen to your dad? He goes, I said, would you be in a different place right now? And he goes, yeah. He goes, if I followed what I wanted to do, you know, because I got involved with my dad's business and my dad would never, he always told me that he would relinquish control over it and he never did. So I never made any money. And I had to do things that I wasn't supposed to do to make money. So we didn't get into the, the ins and outs of it, but he really was um, he really was broken up about it. You know, it's it's hard when you have this dream and your parents just crush them like that. So the problem was that his dad, so everybody out there that has a parent or children that you want to get into the business, you need to really think about that because... As, that's their dream, not not the kids' dream. Yeah, so. it's not the kids' dreams because yeah, that's what they want. Because a lot of parents, a lot of people, have their whole identity wrapped up into this this dream. Okay, so thinking that someday they're gonna walk away from it and and relinquish it over to their children is a fairy tale, and that's unfortunately what happened um, with this father and son. He was never gonna give it up, and he still hasn't. And now he's not talking to the son because the son made some bad choices, yada, yada, yada. And, um, but, so that's interesting. So be careful about what kind of um, projection you project onto your children, especially with their dreams and hopes. Well, obviously, when they don't want to be involved in your business, just let them be, and that's it. Mm. Let them do whatever they want. It's hard to. You know, I'm yeah. glad I never pushed, you know, Richie or Matthew into, you know, the dream business. Mm. <laughs> you know, so so what else happened? Um, uh, yeah, but Richie liked what he was doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, he liked what he was doing. Yeah, and so it's, you know, uh, Matthew went to do what he wanted to do, and he loves writing, so it's, it's all good. And I guess we talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, um, was that um, sometimes... Working for somebody else is a blessing. You know, you go, you get your paycheck, you go home, you, you disconnect, you leave everything there, right? Haven't you found that? Mm-hmm. Because what was owning your own business like? Mike, Mike is up. Michael is upset. He said you started early. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't, Michael. No, you're late. You're Mike. late. Five thirty. I have my Moroccan hat on. So we lo- we've learned over the past couple of years that. Um, 
working for the man, it's not really that bad. Mm. Right? You know? You know, we still do our own thing, but <coughs> it's not that bad getting a paycheck. We should do, but it's, you know, it's still important to have a job that you like. Mm. No one should be going to a work, you know, any kind of job that they hate. You know, they hate getting up to go to work. I love getting up to go to work. I have no problem. Yeah, so if you're doing something you hate, you need to, you know, figure that out. Because there's no way to live a life. Life is too short. Yeah. I mean, I made this comment the other day. You know, we were talking. I was working in one of the uh, sober houses. I was doing a mom's group. And I said, you know, what if... What if we're sitting here right now talking and a plane flew out, fell out of the sky and killed us all? What would your biggest regret be? And that's a conversation starter, and they thank me for being so morbid about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's like, what if you died right now? What are you going to regret? Are you right now in the middle of an argument with, with, the, with the, one of your uh, kids, with your spouse? Do you really despise... You know, getting up every morning and I'm a doorman for dogs. Do you despise getting up every morning and, and going to that job? No matter how much money it pays, if you're miserable, tick tock, tick tock. Okay, so. Micah's telling me to burp my dog. <laughs> Who is? Michael. <laughs> he was, this dog was so mean to me today. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay, psycho. <laughs> Uh, you are going back to Vegas. Yep. So he's going over to my mother's house. We're going. We're leaving uh, December twenty third for Poland for two weeks, and he's going to my mother's house. And you see how this this position is here is so everybody in the podcast. He's on Barbara's almost in Barbara's ear. That's how close he is. So when we get over to my mom's house. He climbs up there because he knows that he may be left. So when we went over there for Thanksgiving. He did not want to leave her shoulder, and it's just not right. Right? Doesn't want to be with anybody. He's attached to you. That's all right. So uh, so that was that. Um, second thing was, so uh, I'm going to share this because it's funny. Um, <laughs> so at work, uh, we have this, uh, people call in for, you know, support and stuff. So every now and then we get these crank callers. <clears throat> we get these crank callers and... Um, one of these crank callers called in, you know, for parents that need support. So the crank caller called in and and he stated that that he weighed forty pounds. <laughs> he weighed forty pounds, <laughs> and his daughter carried him around everywhere. <laughs> so I wanted to know. I went, so I googled a forty pound man, and it said he's probably almost ready to die because his his uh his organs are eating each other. <laughs> so, so I just so we get crank calls every now and then in that line that you know people call. It was like, but he wanted his significance because he weighed only forty pounds, and I was thinking maybe they. You know, maybe the daughter throws him in the backpack. She walks around with him. Uh, maybe she's got one of those slings that she puts the dad in the sling, and you know, it just—it was just so so odd. I don't know. Too funny. Oh my god. What else? Anything going on with you this week? No, not really. Let me think. Not really. No. Nothing. No, just a good week of work, and uh, you know, very happy. And, uh, yeah, man, tomorrow I'm having party. I have have all my friends from work coming over to my bar, and we are going to party on, so they all excited. People are dressing up. I don't know why. They don't know that, you know, my bar is on the backyard. (laughs) I don't know what they're thinking. They think they're coming to a chalet in Plymouth (laughs) Beach? It's like we have more square footage in this bar than we do in the house, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's gonna be fun. Everyone is excited. Yeah. So yeah. So that's awesome. We yeah. I, I, I decorated the bar. I hung lights all day today. And you know what I found frustrating about the Christmas lights? I don't know if anybody's got this problem. Is that why do they give you that little package of extra bulbs with the little fuses in there? The fuses are like they're like. They're like, it's like a hangnail, the fuse. is like, is anybody really, if the lights don't work, are you really opening those lights up to put the, replace that fuse? 
I had a fit here because one one string was was dead, and then I shocked myself. It's like, <laughs> it's like, what am I doing? I'm electrocuting myself and shit, and just to hang the lights. I was gonna go to Walmart and buy like 500 sets of lights just in case one was broken. We throw them away. So why are you wasting resources by giving us extra bulbs and little fuses? Does that make sense? Just to make you happy. Just stop it, but but it doesn't because I don't want that. Either make them work, have quality control, or or don't. Well, I have to. You have to complain to them then. No, I don't want to complain. It was just, you know, one of those things that I was looking at the fuse bag and it's like, who replaces the fuse and the lights? Is lights? There are people that do. Well, you have no patience. That's I, why uh, you don't. I have no patience. If if I pl- if I take the lights out of the box and I plug them in and they don't work. I'll just throw them away. I don't even go to the. I won't even take them back to the store. Right in the trash. That actually happened a couple of days ago. I have a nice set of uh, like a string lights with snowmen on it, and they were all tangled. Oh and he said God. I would have thrown that away, you know, a long time oh. ago. And I was sitting there maybe for twenty minutes, you know, <sighs> untangling them, you know, and it was yeah. okay, you know, with me. But he was going crazy, and he wasn't even doing it. Oh, yeah, I lost my shit yeah. just watching he her do go this. On, he needs to go on Valium. <laughs> She's prescribed me medication. No, I'm looking at her. It's like, oh, honey, I would have threw that out like hours ago. And it was they were all tangled up. And, you know, you know when you get the, this ball of, you know when you put your de- Christmas decorations away, you take the lights out, and then they're all just like all twisted, and, and you just like have a ball of... Uh, ball of um, lights here hanging and you should throw it away mm. and just go buy new ones. I would have flew I would have go, went to the airport got on an Iceland air flight had them charter me up to the North Pole to have Santa actually make friggin lights for me and I would have got back in enough time where you was just finishing up untangling those things and I would have met Santa he would have made me my lights. Michael said because they were made in China <laughs> <laughs> you're right about that <laughs> hey, Gora. So, oh, let me just pause this for one sec. Because I'm low. I'm in. Yeah, okay. Too much stringy. Although I do have, we do have a good news for everybody. Um, tell us about, tell our good friends about the fundraiser. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I want to thank everybody that's donated to our fundraiser. Who was on here? Joanne, Michael. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we've over, yeah, nine, almost $1,200, which is fantastic. And we're going to see the kids in Poland in a couple of weeks. And we're going to award them a nice, nice big check, which we're very excited about. We're going to go hang out with them for the day. So thank you guys so much for that. It's wonderful. Um, and we also doing charities in here, and uh, we are going to try um, continue contribu- contributing to EBARC. What is it called different now? It's commun- it's communitized now. Communitized, So we're yeah. still going to gonna try to do some uh, homeless kid thingies uh, before we go? No, actually, we're going to do the needy families. So, you know, we're just going to pick Whatever. families. Okay. Yeah, we're going to do that. Uh, it's a big need in there. Mm-hmm. I just donate uh, three sets of pajamas for toddlers, which uh, some com- some company it's matching um, uh, a books. So every pajama uh, for a child will uh, they donate book. They match a book to it. So it's a really nice fundraiser that my uh, girlfriend from work Nikki does, and uh, it's fantastic. She had, I think, like 58 pajamas she collect, just people from work that donate. Used pajamas? No, they buy it. New. Okay, used. No, it's for babies. I don't it's know. For kids, for so toddlers. For big adults, you can make a lot more baby and, pajamas. Then. And the company, um, mm. yeah, um, also um, donates for every pajama they match the book. And so it's fantastic. And it goes to, uh, it goes to uh, Kids in Plymouth. That's awesome. Yeah, to keep them warm and cozy. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. So for us, um, last week, uh, I bought Christmas cards for all the my prison groups. And um, I got to tell you, I was telling Barb about this the other day when I gave them out. I had to pass them through. Uh, I had to pre, pre put them uh, into, the, into, the, into the system before so they could scan them because a 
apparently there are there's paper now that they put uh, this drug on called Suboxone. And what they do is they put the drug on the paper. So you just get the paper in the mail and you just lick it. And then you get high. So they had to scan all my, my, my cards and stuff. But long story short, I gave these guys and these moms these cards. And I got to tell you, you know, for whatever pennies it was for those cards, you know, I picked nice ones. I don't know. Very some nice. Of, some yeah. of you may have saw them. Some of them had Santa and um, penguins with the, mm -hmm. the Christmas tree. And I'll tell you, these guys were just so appreciative. Thankful, grateful. And grateful for, for having an opportunity to, to write out these cards and send them home to their uh, children and to their, um, you know, their partners. Mm -hmm. And one of the guys said, he goes, Richie, I can't believe this is the first time I'm ever going to be able to send a card in five years home. I've never had this opportunity. But you know what? I was like, what? He goes, I think I'm going to keep just one of these for myself on my desk in my cell because it's so pretty and it's got those. It was Santa with the reindeers and the sleigh. He had sparkly. A sparkly. I had, I had sparkles yeah. all over me. I looked like I just come out of a Lady Gaga concert or something. Yeah. But it was, it just made me feel so good. And, you know, when, when you hear stuff like that, you just like, you know you're in. But you, also shame on, you know, other counselors that, you know, are afraid to take ten dollars out of their pocket just you know donate these cards to the prisoners um so they can send it out to their kids or you know or family so yeah um so we're doing other things anybody who is working in prison and is watching it please you yeah. know contribute to that because you know it's needed so that's what um that was awesome though that was so much fun and we're gonna do some more stuff we're gonna do birthday cards for their kids that they can send birthday cards to them as well as we're doing a backpack drive um we're gonna start raising money for that as well mm -hmm. not us my company so but that was uh that's that's what the holiday season is all about it's not about us right given it's about giving to others right yeah i don't need shit mm. Do I need you, Jax? <laughs> so it's about giving to others, right? So what else do we have? Um, that's about it. I don't have anything else. But I just want to thank everybody again for donating to Richie's Foundation. That was great. Oh, it's just so difficult. Anybody any questions? No? You okay Marie's over watching. there. Hi. Just lay down. Marie, you want a dog? Take Marie, we're going to drop him off. Just lay down right there on my lap. You okay? Yeah, I got you. Okay, so what time is it? Alexa, what time is it? The time is 5.58 p.m. How long have we been talking? Oh, half hour. Okay, it's not bad. Anybody got any questions? No? Okay, good. Not good. Not bad. It's okay. Anybody got any question they want us to tackle? No? Everybody's so silent. That's okay. You don't have to, you don't have to speak up. We have plenty of people that... That they're looking for our advice. For what reason? I have no idea. From us. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> so for our party tomorrow, I may. I'm just. I got a ten-hour uh, um, Texas Roadhouse pulled pork going. Oh my yeah. god! It's the house smells like a, a restaurant. It just smells so good. I got. You know, nice chicken wings coming, teriyaki chicken wings. I'm going to do the buffalo dip, Janelle's recipe. What else are we going to have? Coming over. The party starts at 5 o'clock. You didn't give them the address, though. Cool. You'll hear the, you'll hear, as soon as you drive it to Plymouth, you'll hear the, the music. You'll hear my bar vibrating. Pick one. No, you're going to, you're going to smell the pork. <laughs> All righty. Let's see what we got here. Um. My partner, we've been together for 11 years. Um, he is always groping me all the time. Uh, oh, wow. When I'm in the kitchen doing... He's a groper. He's a groper. <laughs> I wonder if he's a groper on his father's side. Yeah. He's always groping me. When I'm, I'm in the kitchen, he comes up behind me and he humps me. Um, mm. He was always grabbing my breast, my butt, tweaking my nipples. That's okay. disgusting. Rubbing my vagina. Wow. Wow, that's graphic. Okay, sticking his fingers. Oh, no, 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 don't read anymore. Okay, there. we know what's going on. Okay. So we have one thing for you. Grow up, buddy. 
grow up and, and, and learn your manners and uh, become uh, a gentleman, not a hillbilly. He's like a horny 14-year-old. I uh. still love him, but I'm sick of it. Okay, so the biggest, uh, the biggest problem we have as in our relationships is that we don't speak our truth. Okay? Why don't we speak our truth? Why, why aren't you telling him that you're uncomfortable with this stuff? You know, if he's sticking his fingers up your ass and you don't want his fingers in your ass, why don't you stick your fingers in his ass and see how he likes it? And maybe you'll say, well, how do you like it, right? Oh, it's disgusting. It's just, we need to speak our truth. We need to have more communication. We need to tell tell our partners what we need and what we, what we want and what we don't want. And it's as simple as that. So be honest with him, I think, right? Well, it's a communication. It's a bottom line. Well, th that's it. And, and he I mean, I'm sure, Rich, I'm sure she told a million times, please don't do that. You think so? But that's who he is. You, think you know, a, like he's a, a groper. He's a groper. Yeah, he's a groper. I didn't even know that was a thing. I, I, I didn't either. Well, am I but a groper? I, obviously, they exist. I think I was a groper on my father's side, and now I'm wow. not a groper. Well, you, you were not a groper to me. Oh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe on another life. <laughs> oh, maybe, yes. Maybe in another life I was a groper. Your Jackson. father was a groper. Now, why are you bringing my father into it? I don't have time for that emotional chaos up there. <laughs> Jack's a groper. So... Hun, listen, be open with him. Tell him the truth. He needs to hear your feelings. Stop masking things. Stop burying it. If you love him, tell him what he needs to hear. And he'll change. And if not, there's plenty and of fish in the sea. Uh, if he doesn't understand, then yeah, move on. Oh, that's, I like this one. They said they love us. <laughs> They love us. Um, okay, uh, this is a parent. At 14 years old, I found a web history full of porn. Thing is, I'm not all that against it and upset that he is looking. So she's got it's a mom, 14 year old son's looking at porn. I knew pretty. I knew. I know it's pretty natural at that age. I also know this because I guessed his phone lock code. Oh, aren't you a, aren't you a Columbo? Laughing out loud. Kids use this. Kids, the kid used his birthday, so I'm not sure how to go about this. I didn't see anything bad. Okay, well, let's. What's what's bad in porn? Michael, anything? No. Um, I didn't see anything bad. Just a bunch of porn hub and blue eyes with big bouncy titties. Is porn hub full of viruses? Okay, so what should she do? With the porn. But the son's 14 year it's old. It's nothing she can do. Right. It's nothing she can do. They, nothing. They, they, everyone's got access to internet, on a phone, on a computer. If he wants to look up the stuff, he will do it anytime he wants it. So what are you going to do? You're not going to do anything. Just ignore it. It's Maybe it's just stage that he's going through. 14 years old. He is curious. You know, wow, let's look it up. He probably discussed this stuff with his friends and uh and school, so or maybe he is just, you know, one of those fourteen growing up. And and I, I so agree. I think that's Too why fast. we're that's why we're married because but right now I have this thing that like I got FOMO going on, fear of missing out. And what that means is that I think maybe there's porn out there that I've never seen before. Because I was in my in my dad's prison group uh, yesterday, <clears throat> always porn comes up in every conversation. Doesn't matter what we're talking about. Somebody brings up porn. It's like you guys still look at porn. It's like, oh yeah, I got it on my phone all well, the time. If you, it's like, if you enjoy jail, you'll be taking thinking about porn and sex too. No, but they, they don't have phones in jail. It's not that. It's it like, doesn't matter. But but the point is they have that, no access to a woman, so the, that's what they're gonna be talking about. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But what I'm saying is that. There's, I, maybe there's new stuff out there, you know. Maybe there's new stuff that it's it's really creative and three D. But regardless, is that if he's looking at porn, you can do one of two things. You guess the security code, Columbo. So that's you know good for you. But once you break your child's trust, you are done streak. 
okay? No, 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 no. It's trust. It's privacy. It's trust. He's, well, he's, what? I leave my phone out secretly, there. She, he's secretly doing this. You know what I mean? So but, her investigating, you know, it's... But what you do on your phone? It doesn't matter. Don't it's you not going to stop private? him. He's going to go to his friend's house and he's going to look it up. But don't you consider your phone, phone private? Yeah, it is private. So when you put it down, whether you're a kid, because I don't think as parents we have the rights to go and look at our kids' phones. And I know I get a million parents that yell and scream at me about that, but as soon as you go and look, you can't unsee what you saw. You can't unsee that, and now you're gonna wrestle with your ego trying to figure out what you should do about it, like she is. If she didn't guess his passcode, why is she messing around guessing his passcode? She guessed his passcode, now her mind is going through all these scenarios, like, He's a fourteen-year-old boy. That's what well, they do. Well, I, I know a lot of people that do that. Who? Huh? Who? Your mother. <laughs> Jesus! Stop bringing up my parents. This isn't a freaking counseling session for your me. Your mother is a Colombo too. <laughs> See, you, we can't put this stuff in public now. You know, you just you just destroyed the whole podcast. <laughs> it goes out into the world wide web, and now I got daddy issues. I got mommy issues, and. But you came out I'll never normal. be a reputable coach. But you came out normal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I changed myself. That's friggin' professional development. That's that's working on me. <laughs> so, mom, your fourteen year old son, let it go. He's fourteen, he's figuring out what sex is all about, what porn is all about, and let him have at it. He's not robbing banks, he's not Doing drugs, he's not in jail. Be it grateful. It could be a lot worse. Be yeah, that's for sure. Be grateful for what you've got, and that's that's all I got to say. Embrace it. Mm. You know. Hey, I got another one here. Natalia Pachini. It's Sylvia's daughter. Oh. Sylvia from Michigan. Hey, Pachemek, what's up, man? Oh, this is a long one. My husband and I have been married for four or five years. We currently live in the process of buying a house. Lately, all we do is argue. I work nights, blah, blah, blah. He tries to have sex, but I keep telling him it's not. I'm not in the mood, which is true. I work 40 hours a week, a night, 12-hour shifts each time. When I get home around 8 a.m. So when you get when you work all night... <laughs> I have so much to say zip, about that. <laughs> so, so you work 40 hours a week. You work midnight. You get home at 8 a.m. and you don't want to... You don't feel passionate and sexy about giving, giving sexy husband. <laughs> Who the fuck feels sexy at no. 8 o'clock in the morning? I know. Th didn't she say she works 12 hours a day? 12 hours a day. So what is he fucking doing? Listen, I force, when I get home around 8 a.m. and our kids, kids up for the day, fed, I give them something to occupy her time, occupy their time, and then I force my husband to get up so I can go to sleep. On the days I'm off, I keep our kid away from my husband so he can relax. You are too good of a mom and a wife. You should be sainted. Um, he consistently complains how I'm never in the mood for sex, or that since he attracted, since he's attracted to his wife to keep himself out of the way, he just won't talk to me and have anything to do with me. It's is it just me? Am I wrong for being tired and sex isn't the top thing on my list? Of no, you're not. Right now? Even when we do have sex, he never shows me any affection. Yeah. Bang, bang, thank you, ma'am, right? Mm-hmm. Says that's just extra work that he doesn't want to do since he doesn't. He does all the work during sex anyway. <laughs> oh, he's a narcissist. He probably doesn't even work. I have Graves. Why would she need oh, to work 12 hours? It gets worse. Listen, I have Graves' disease, so that itself kills any ideas I have towards sex, plus... It causes me to be extra exhausted on top of what I already am. I've explained this to my husband, showed him information on it and everything. He doesn't care. Um, so this is going to be maybe bad advice. I would say find yourself another husband. No, I agree. <laughs> so <laughs> I, agree. I, I am so sorry. Um, you're not going to be able to get through to him. Um, it's not about you. It's about him. It's not about yeah, and that's a narcissist. Yeah. So... I don't know if you love him. I don't know what what the what the situation there is, but uh, you got to start asking yourself some questions. It's like, am I okay with being in a relationship like this, 
and possibly wasting the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years of my life. And where am I going to be in 20 years in this relationship? What opportunities could I have lost because I was... If he is still there. Because I was stuck in this relationship. Um, so that's it. That's that's really challenging. But there are guys out there like that. Women too, maybe. I don't know. Why is she working 12 hours a day? That She's working 12 me. hours a day. She comes in at 8 a.m. And, and he wants sex. Yeah, that bothers me. Hey, Janelle. Janelle, thank you for the Herbie picture. I posted that today, and everybody loved it. That's the best picture. That's what I'm getting on my arm for Herbie over here, that picture that you did of him. Right, Herb? Herbie was in the uh, massage chair a minute ago. He's over there now. Um, so I'm currently spir spiraling out of control in an argument with our 13-year-old daughter. Last week, I basically had to pack up my house because my landlord gave me minimal notice and she would be fumigating my house. I also had plans to go away for the weekend and would have canceled, but already had bought my ticket. I thought like, I bought like, what? I thought like apple muffins nuts. What? I picked my daughter up this evening and she was being so rude to me. I was going to get food, but decided to go straight home. This is too much information. <sighs> Behind my back, she called her dad and he brought her pizza. So you brought her apples muffins and nuts and she called her dad because she wanted pizza herbie likes pizza too 12, 13. um okay so she thinks she was in All the right, right. Herbie, she thinks, listen she thinks she was she was in the right we are going round and round arguing her tone with me is so nasty and she thinks she has no tone Her herbie she also woke me up at 5 a.m this morning turning on the lights without thinking of others when normally i get up at 6 30. I feel she is selfish and rude. I'm not just liking her right now. Okay. First she, thing you do. But she was still pissed off because she didn't get the pizza. Well, no, she got the pizza. The father ordered the pizza. Yeah, but the mother, the mother didn't give her a pizza. She was pissed with the mother. That's why she went no, and no, put she, the light she's, on. She's pissed with the mother before any of the pizza thing happens. It sounds like the divorce, okay? So I, you know, we don't know too much, but it sounds like the divorce. So if they're divorced, she's already pissed off with the parents because they broke up. The family, okay? No matter whose fault it was, the kids always feel like they're to blame as well as they also need somebody to hold accountable. And what, who they're going to hold accountable is they're going to hold accountable the parents. And this is the stuff that they do to hold, hold us accountable when we get a divorce and blow up the family. So, um, you know, the mother feels self... The mother thinks she's selfish and rude um, and you're not liking her right now, but... I want you to look at the look in the mirror and think about what you're saying about your daughter and do some a little bit of self-reflection because maybe you are you feeling that you're selfish and you're rude to your daughter? Is that maybe it? That could be it. Okay? Because all the kid wanted was a pizza. She didn't want bananas, nuts and coconuts, whatever you were giving her. She wanted a pizza. You wouldn't get her a pizza, so she called her dad. The dad gave her a pizza. And maybe you're angry that she reached out to her dad to get something that she really wanted to eat. Like, if I wanted to, if I didn't want to eat bananas, nuts, and coconuts, and I could call somebody, they could bring me a pizza because they love me or whatever. Mm. What's the matter with making that call? Well, we should, we should eat that. We should not eat pizza. Bananas, nuts, and coconuts? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I don't want bananas, nuts, and coconuts. So, mom, she didn't either. That's the point. So, mom, next time, what about if you asked her, "Hey, hon, what's what would you like for dinner?" What about that? How is that different? Yeah. Instead of getting her the banana nuts and coconuts, right? We're always maybe trying to push our kids into eating healthy, but muffins aren't that good for you, right? But apples, muffins, and nuts. Ask her. Give the kid choices. You want pizza or you want bananas, nuts, or coconuts? Simple as that. I'm going with the pizza every time. <laughs> it's just me. Okay, I'll pick one more. One more. Oh, no. That is just... I'm not reading that. Why are you okay. Stop writing so much long stuff. Oh, this one is good. I have a short attention span. 
My seven-year-old stepson. Okay, here we go. This is so. Uh, we're already gonna pre-frame this. My seven-year-old stepson is an asshole. Seven years old is an asshole. Wow, that's okay. I'm trying to change that, so she's gonna get control over him. You hear that? Yeah. Seven years old, he's an asshole, and she's gonna change him. The problem is that his mom prefers to focus on the positives rather than deal with the mm -hmm. negatives. Do you? We're trying to help people here. Okay. Why are you talking to him? Because I don't want to hold him anymore. <laughs> Give me him. No. It's joint custody. All right. Huh? Try it again. Psycho. Listen. You are going back to LAS. You know what that is? Las Vegas. Las Vegas. No. We're going to Poland. You're going to Vegas. No. Stay with Mama. Oh my God! I fed him. I gave him like forty bones today. I fed him pork, hamburgers. I cooked for him care. every night and chicken. He doesn't care. He needs a therapist. Anybody know a good dog therapist? <laughs> Jax needs one. Yeah, upset too. I, I didn't know. upset him. It's, just like we're gonna mm. it's joint custody, right? Okay. You know, I went to Vegas know. and thought I hit the lottery when I brought him back, but all right, all right. You know, That's good. Yeah. what happens in Vegas should have stayed in Vegas, right, Jax? No. I love you anyway. That's okay. So getting back to this mom that wants to change the uh, the asshole seven year old. Um, so the her, the mother wants to focus on the positives rather than deal with the negatives. So. Uh, I think the mom is where she needs to be because we need to focus on the positives. That builds kids' self-esteem. That builds confidence. That builds a character up. Why do you want to focus on the negatives? The negatives are always going to be there. They're always going to be there in life. Life is filled with negatives. But when you change your focus to focus on what's really good, that's when you start living a better life. But I can see by this mom, this mom, stepmom, focuses on the negatives so as for her i would rather listen to her language here so when we talk to our children and our partners listen to the language we use i would rather tackle you hear that word tackle so when i say tackle what, is, what do you what do you what do you see you see a football field with these big four or five hundred yeah. men battling each other with all this equipment hitting each other and dragging each other's asses onto the ground. Mm -hmm. So I would rather tackle the bad behavior when I try. She'll tell him only joking and undoes whatever I did to punish him. So punish doesn't work. Oh, my God. So one thing, punishment for all you parents out there. We were talking about this the other day in one of our groups. So punishment. So say, for instance, for example, you have two children. One child, one child pulls the other, pull, one, the son pulls the daughter's hair, mm, whatever. They're 12 years old, 13 years, whatever the age is. So you're going to punish them. So what do parents do? I'm going to take away your Xbox for a week. So in a kid's mind, how does that make sense? Well, it doesn't matter because they can still watch TV. Yeah, I know that, but, but how does that make sense? When... Does you know the punishment fit in the crime? Maybe if you shave the kid's hair off his head, the, the the son that pulled the girl's hair, maybe that would make sense as a punishment. But taking away a video game or a phone, does that does that seem reasonable to you? So say if I say if I I love eating candy. No, it's not. Not I love at eating all. candy. And I have such a perfect example. I was just um, reading an article. Oh, it's another situation that the parents are separated, but it's okay. The daughter stays with the mother, and she is happy. She's got two younger siblings, um, and um, for her 13th birthday, she want to have highlights. And her mother took her for a massage, highlights, and um, the whole nine yards, nails, mm -hmm. And she was so happy, beautiful hair, and she was so happy, and she couldn't wait to see the father. Okay. Well, the father shaved her hair. Why did he do that? Because he decided that she was too young for highlights. Wow, that's like so serious authoritarian parents. 
it's so it was so sick that the mother took it to a media and um took it to the news no she took it to like you know uh, uh facebook and um got bigger and bigger and everybody was just you know saying things about it how you know how wrong he was mm -hmm. what's the matter with him he's a control freak narcissist yeah yeah and um yeah it's a perfect example that why you just didn't go with what her wish was because that's, that's all she wanted to do it's look beautiful for her birthday because that's and for her father and the father and the stepmother chop her head off well that's because parents think that they should be controlling their children they should be controlling them because they're own egos she doesn't live with him it doesn't matter so anyway back to the punishment stuff it's like you know if i if i uh if i you know want to keep myself from eating candy and then i go eat a piece of candy and you say well richie you ate that piece of candy your punishment should say you can't watch porn for a week it's like what does porn watching porn have to do with my eating candy and the kids see that the same way is that why are you punishing me by taking away my video games just because i pulled her hair you see that does that make sense i try to get that point across the other day i don't know if i made the point in my group it's it just it's just that they, they don't correspond. They don't relate to one another. Yeah, but that's exactly what the father did. You're the father punished I, her. I love porn. I don't really love porn. I'm just making a point here. So if I love porn so much, why would you take that away from me just because I ate a piece of candy? And the same thing for the kid. The kid loves their whatever, their cell phone or their iPad, whatever it is. And just because he pulled the kid's hair that, you know, you're going to take it away from for a week or whatever you make up to your rules. So anyway, side note. If you need to make rules, get my book. It's on my website, richiepryor.com, House Rules of Harmony. That'll set you straight. You won't have any messed up rules like this. So let's get back. So punishment doesn't work. I got sidetracked a little bit. So the way the, the way the boy acts most of the time causes too much stress for all of us. She's, she's, she's uh, bringing everybody into her group. I'm honestly reaching my breaking point. I try to get along with him, but he's completely unlikable. Every single time we try to do something as a family, he manages to ruin it by being grumpy and or throwing a tantrum. As for our daily lives, he doesn't listen to anything anyone asks him of, asks of him, so it's consistent battle, which is exhausting. So your child, that stepchild, is disconnected from you all. Seven years old, he doesn't like you because you're trying to take the place of his mom. He doesn't like his dad because... The dad left the mom and broke up the family. So that's why he's got challenges. He's acting out. He's being belligerent, rebellious because he's trying to send you guys a message and you're not getting it. You're not listening to him. You're not acknowledging his feelings. You're punishing him. You're punishing him. Yeah. And he's that he's crying for help. It's even worse. Because this is how, you know, and it's like this kid's only seven years old. Seven years old. If you keep this pattern up with him the way you're going, stepmom, in another five years, this kid is going to be out on the street. Well, he hates her already, so. Yep. Yep. He's going to be out on the street. So what can you do? Definitely he's not going to get an Oscar for being a, a number one mother. I feel like he should go live with his father as well, and we'd all be better off. But instead, we have seeing a psychologist. That's not going to work. The psychologist. He's not going to tell a psychologist anything because everybody thinks that, you know, it's because lazy parents, most for the most part, lazy parents, mm. we're going to just, we're going to send the kids to a psychologist, a psychiatrist, get them doped up on stuff so they leave us alone and yep. they, they're quiet. They don't want to deal with it. And that is lazy freaking parenting people. Mm -hmm. That is lazy. He's, there's a root cause there to his anger, and it's got a lot to do with the divorce. But nobody's listening to him. So if you want to help him, instead of sending him to a psychologist, you and his dad, I think I got that right, you need to sit down and listen to him, speak to him, and when he's talking to you, acknowledge his feelings. Mm. Don't deny what he feels. Listen and don't advise rescue a judge and after a period of time he'll understand that you're listening to him and seeing him and maybe just maybe he'll start cooperating 
not being as rebellious, not being as grumpy. But right now, this kid is not being heard. And he's yelling and screaming for help. And you send him to a psychologist. Lazy parent. Move on. Alexa, what time it is? We have time for no more. No, no more. more. That's it. So that's it for us tonight. I want to thank all you guys. Hey, Tim O'Donnell. What's up? Who's flip? Bloop, bloop. Thank you for the donation, Philip. Tim. Thank you, Tim. You guys are awesome. It's Philip. Yeah, it's his son. Oh, Philip. Hey, we're going to see you guys in a couple of weeks. Yeah, Philip. Whatever she just said. Yeah. Yeah, she said we're going to see you soon. Right, Zabacie? Yeah, she is See, tam. I am so fluent in Polish right now. 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 I I speak my, two tongues. It's my cousin's son. He is the best kid in the whole wide world. <laughs> He is just wonderful. Does he drink vodka? His name Philip. No, he's young, Richie. How old is he? Uh, Philip, Philip, Mashlat. How old are you? See, I knew that. You gotta wrap it up. Maybe he will write. Anyway, thank you guys for. I can't see. Hey, Evan, how are you? I can't even see because our, our Twitter. Twitter feed is way over there on the other side of the bar. Our Facebook tweet feed is here, and our podcast feed is here, and I can't really see that. i got to find some way to get that connection so we can see everybody. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope somebody learned something. Um, we're getting ready for our party tomorrow, and we're really excited. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. And look forward to us when we come from, uh, from Poland. And I want to say hi to Robin. Robin, we haven't seen you in ages. Hey, Robin, how are you? Yeah, we miss you, girl. Give us a call. Let's get together. And we're going to take... I hope you're doing well. Have yeah. a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And we're going to get... We wish you all the best. <laughs> and we're going to get Jack's uh, his one-way ticket back to Vegas. No, we're not gonna give Jacks back to Vegas. No, 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 it's all, it's all right. Okay, guys, love you all so much. Thank you, and uh, hopefully we'll see you next week if nothing comes up. Yeah, and uh, yeah, definitely. And if you, if we don't see you on um, Facebook or Instagram, please have a beautiful Christmas, healthy, safe. Happy New Year, mm -hmm. and uh, we love you all. And if you have extra dollars, money, you want to donate to our Sons Foundation to help disabled children going over to Poland, and we're building a new classroom in the memory of our son, that would be so cool. Just you know, find my Facebook page, and there's a nice video of Barbara and I doing our thing, and uh, we've raised over $1,200, and our goal to reach 6000 but at least we're going to be able to build one classroom, and that's $1,000, so we're going to award them that that big massive check in a couple I of know, weeks and, and have dinner with them. And that's, um, yeah, and that's in Richie's name. And, mm -hmm. you know, Richie's name is on, on a mm -hmm. classroom. So it's wonderful. Yeah. So, so we're providing the kids in the classroom. Please, with anybody, share, share the video, the foundation video mm -hmm. with your friends. You know, uh, let them know what it's for. Although the foundation, oh, it's all explanatory anyway. Mm -hmm. um, donate a dollar. 50 cents, whatever you can. You can't donate 50 cents. Uh, whatever. You could donate 50, you know, 50 but, cents if you want. you know, every little bit helps. So the, the, our foundation, which is foundation, it, it, all the money goes towards providing technology to children with disabilities. Touch pads, iPads, touchscreen computers, head tracking, you know, devices, and all that cool stuff to help them have a better life that, uh, you know, have a, you know, to learn more, to... Yeah. You know, get more of what every, all of us are so used to. So, Robin, it. check out the website. Donate a couple of dollars, please. And uh, that's it. Hope to see you soon. That's it. Miss you. We're out. We're done. Yeah. We're done. Thank you guys. We love you so much. And uh, hit us back up here next week. We have two more weeks and then we're going away. <laughs> we might catch up with you uh, from the old country.
No, we're going to definitely catch up. We're going to do two, two broadcasts from Poland. Oh, awesome. Two yeah. Two broadcasts from Poland. I'm bringing all my gear oh, and stuff. That would be so, so awesome. You get to meet her mom, talk some Polish, maybe have some vodka. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. So all that fun yeah. stuff. But uh, thank you guys all so much for supporting us. And uh, we love you very much. And we hope we hope you learned something today. If not, maybe you had a little laugh. Yeah. Right, Jax? It's, that's what it's all about. Jax still isn't happy. <laughs> Jack doesn't like you. Bye, guys.